0: Content warning for suicide and suicidal ideation. Specifically what we're talking about episode twelve, the bus ride from hell of Children's Eye Jetman. It is our second Jetman episode and midway through the show. Hen- Shin. Hello, YouTube. I'm with a fan skip with me. It's go Senpai. Hey, Senpai, what's
1: up? Kip, what's good, man? Happy New Year, bro.
0: Happy New Year. It's been a minute, man.
1: Yeah, I'm a little late to the, you know, the New Year's party, but I
0: finally arrived and
1: feeling refreshed to be in uh, 2022, man.
0: Yeah, it's uh, a... a second. I'm not sure about this one so far. Uh it's <laughs> a match a little bit. Some good some bad here. Yeah, I already saw it's like a new
1: variant in France. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this shit won't stop mutating, bro. So uh, oh, yeah. We'll
0: see where that goes. Do you have any like uh New Year's resolutions or?
1: Uh actually I didn't really like think about it until you just uh, asked me. Um not any crazy ones, just like some financial goals I want to reach, uh and uh some accolades um, that I wanna achieve and uh that's more so uh getting into the the coding uh sphere. <laughs> but other than that, not not too many like uh you know those workout five days in a row type things <laughs> uh how about you man
0: no um i'm trying to uh read more honestly because i definitely um just i don't have attention span anymore and like part of that is like growing up realizing like, oh i like clearly have like some form of like adhd but also <laughs> it's like i like need to relearn at least a little bit how to like look at pages because i love to read when i do i just always like forget i can
1: yeah, I've been getting into that as well. Um not so much reading but more audiobooks. Um one of my friends kind of uh sh- showed me how to find like free audiobooks and stuff like that. So um for the last 3 weeks I've just been crushing it with like, you know, like self-help books, uh, you know, financial ones and so th- certain other books here and there uh like motivational ones here and there on my commute to work, but uh haven't been touching any pages. <laughs> But uh, I mean, as long as I'm getting information, right?
0: No, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I like definitely um need to get like back in uh, and like find like more new books I want to read though. It was like I definitely am like super picky and like I need to like have that because I like I can be a snob sometimes. Be like, man, this is a badly written book. So when you look for books, what are you looking for? Is it like a certain genre, certain writing style? Um, I'm not a big nonfiction person. Like, I like like some like um better or like more interesting memoir sometimes but like for the most part i'm like i like like detective fiction like fantasy sci-fi like i like um good mystery stuff the thing for me is i feel like a lot of people have characters who i don't believe and like uh i like when there's like a, a like character that like feels like a real person and a lot of people will just like make somebody who they think people want to read and not who's like honest if that makes sense
1: yeah, when the when the character's more relatable it's is a uh, better read for sure.
0: And like that was like a lot worse um when I was like reading lots of books that like had like teens in it like when I was like a teen cuz I was like man, these like teens are sure fucking nice to their friends. <laughs> Couldn't be me. <laughs> yeah. Uh but no, um I um do want to mention though. Um one franchise that like I got, I can always read no matter the quality. It's Star Wars, and there's some new Star Wars uh, out now, too, of the uh, Book of Boba Fett. um, Have you watched that first episode yet? Yeah, what'd you think? I liked it. It's definitely, it's so weird to think that this dude in, like, 2002 was in a movie one time, and now he's, like, headlining Disney Plus, like, 19 (laughs) years later.
1: Yeah, he's the definition of a a cult hero, you know what I mean? Like, he barely, he didn't have any lines in there you know, the original films and he got taken out in the most cheesiest way. And then here he is years later resurrected and he has his own series. You know what I mean? That's, that's the power of the fan base right there. So, but uh, I actually enjoyed the first episode. I wasn't expecting too much out of it. Um, I saw it was like one of those uh, polarizing type, type episodes, but I enjoyed it. And you uh, just reminded me by the time we finish this pod, uh, it should be close to the episode two coming out. So I'll probably watch that before I go to bed.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, Um. I, it's so weird to think about like the character of Boba Fett because it's like it's Boba Fett, like he means so much to people, but also like there's almost nothing there besides he looks cool. So like you have to do a lot of work to figure out like what you want to do with him, you know?
1: Yeah, and uh, no offense to the original actor, but he's you know he's he's fairly aged, so he probably won't be able to do certain you know fight choreography and stuff like that we're expecting in you know uh, the Mandalorian. So you know it seems like he's. Taking the approach of you know he's not necessarily full Mandalorian so he's not wearing his helmet so he has a lot more interactions and he has to like act more than Pedro Pascal did you know who was barely there during the series and I probably I'm pretty sure they'll correct that in the future but you know um, I mean he's he's doing pretty good I, I like him.
0: It's also like one episode in they have to establish who this character is which is a huge task too to be like hey who's Boba Fett forty years later. We don't know.
1: Yeah. Uh, I did like, or I don't want to spoil it too much, but uh, I did like how they show like flashbacks or like to how he got out of the situation he was in and, mm-hmm. you know, the people he met along the way that kind of molded him into uh, the man he is today. So pr- I'm pretty sure they'll keep doing more flashbacks throughout uh, this season. And uh, I think this series is scheduled for seven episodes. So we got the next month, okay. month and a half to spend with Boba Fett. So. Um, this one guy I saw react to it on YouTube he was like it's scheduled for seven episodes we don't have time to waste I'm like bro chill the fuck out <laughs> like you know like that's that's one of those traits of a toxic fan base you know but uh, I mean I, I was fine with the first episode we'll see where 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 it takes us uh, tonight
0: yeah no um, I um feel that way too about like hey um, another show we've been watching but like in like I'm like halfway through this new fourth season of like cobra kai and this is such a interesting show uh talking before the pod about um re-watching the karate kid and it's like my question f- for you is uh do you think karate kid holds up compared to cobra kai or, or <laughs> did they just do a good job
1: so so that's so funny so Me and my fiance, we just crushed uh, the last season of uh, Cobra Kai season four and we enjoyed it. And she was like, I want more. I want more. Let's (laughs) rewatch the old Karate Kid film. So I was able to find the first one. I haven't been able to find a part two and part three, but man, that did not age well at all. I mean, Oh, I'm just watching it. And, you know, LaRusso is such a completely different character than he is in the show. (laughs) Like, in in the original movie he's kind of a dick you know no, totally yeah I'm just like when the fuck did you get so noble like <laughs> like he's like the, the the light force user in the in the Cobra Kai uh, series but you know he didn't start off like that but uh, I mean it was fine for the time that it came out my girlfriend f- or my fiance fell asleep during uh, the movie so she had to wake up and rewatch you know where she fell asleep but it's uh, aged a little bit, but uh, I probably won't be re- re- revisiting
0: it again anytime soon. Have you rewatched it uh, recently? No. Um. What did you first watch, Kai? Last year, right? Because I think we talked about it like at some point, like in yeah, the last year. Yeah.
1: I uh, I got into it pretty late, so I started with all uh, three seasons were out, so I kind of like binged it over the course of a month, and then this is the first season that I had to wait for, and I really do like um like Cobra Kai a lot. Um, I like how they kind of morph the uh, the younger characters from the original films into these adults that actually, you know, <laughs> have been through stuff. Especially uh, Sensei Lawrence. Uh, I like his yeah. story. He's one of my favorite characters uh, in the show. And, uh, you know, like the kids. I like Robbie a lot. And the major thing that I like about Cobra Kai is just the comparisons that they have with Star Wars as far as like, you know, Cobra Kai being, uh, you know, like Sith type energy. Uh, and then, like you know, Miyagi Do is kind of like the light force user, and then you have like these like uh, you know subgroups like Eagle Fang It's kind of like a mix of both. So I I, li- I like that kind of lore to it. And then uh, I heard one of the actors address this as the Miyagi verse because uh, they were asked, "Are right, they going to bring back uh, Jaden Smith and Jackie Chan <laughs>
0: during the, during this?" Because they're bringing out all these old characters, and they're like probably another one. Um Hilary Swank from the fourth karate kid movie that was about like her she had like an eagle on top of high school, if you remember that.
1: Yeah, they say they may bring her back in uh one of the future seasons. So I'll be looking forward to that. But supposedly they only want to bring back characters that are familiar with uh Miyagi. So that that was interesting to hear. I didn't I didn't know they were gonna
0: take that route. So my feeling on Kerber Kai is I think it works because it's so different from other nostalgia, like every other kind of like revisit of like a franchise is like here's somebody learning how cool this stuff was like 20 years ago and then like after they learn it's cool they meet the people who were there Cobra Kai is like here's how much it sucks to be Johnny Lawrence and then the cool comes in a little over time like it would be like if uh The Force Awakens was like the first 45 minutes was like Han Solo being old and like depressed, and then like Ray shows up with the many of, with the Falcon. It's like, oh,
1: okay, yeah, you know. And uh, I had just rewatched it, so it was kind of weird to see uh, Sensei Lawrence as a kid because um, whenever he uh had the first encounter with uh, Johnny or uh, with uh, LaRusso, mm. he turned on a beer, <laughs> and this is not the same guy that we see in Cobra Kai, like he's crushing. Coors banquet like it's nothing. And he's like, nah, I don't want to drink, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm like, where the fuck did this happen? And then he's like kinda like well off. Uh it seemed like he grew up with a hard background in the corporate guy. So I'm like, I don't know if this was like something that took place off camera. But uh uh Yeah, yeah they addressed some of that. Yeah. yeah. But uh yeah, I, I like the the uh the growth of the character or the regression, however <laughs> you want to look at it.
0: <laughs> I I don't think this show would work if it was like some kids like found like an old picture of like the crane kick moment and then started learning karate and, uh, and then yeah. found like Johnny Lawrence at like a local bar was like hey can you teach us Cobra Kai yeah but that would suck
1: yeah like you said like the best way to describe it is like a revisit it's not necessarily a reboot they kind of like uh you know bringing back all the original characters and cast and tropes
0: that happen in the film so it's just a revisit And I like it a lot. So I haven't um, seen Spider-Man. Is it... How would you say it is,
1: like, non-spoiler? So I enjoyed it. I've seen it twice. Um, On a second uh, rewatch, the first hour is a little uh, drag. And I did see a lot of people complaining about the first hour. But during my first watch, I enjoyed the whole thing. But, yeah, second watch, the first hour is a little bit of drag because most of the stuff that happens in the trailer. And then after that, it's, you know... Uh, all the good stuffs happening, but uh, that's a good film. Um, it addressed some of the complaints that people had with the Tom Holland Spider Man, and I think they kind of fixed it. Um, with this film, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I like the nostalgia of it. I mean, we all saw the trailer, right? So, you know, bringing back the past villains. And uh, before I saw the movie, I rewatched all the uh, you know, the the Toby uh Spider Man films and the uh, Andrew Garfield films. So, um, it's a lot of like. Jokes, really jokes low but, quality on those huh? <laughs> yeah uh and uh, uh it was a lot of banter um that was going on with things that happened in those prior films so rewatching it kind of helped uh you know being able to follow what they're like joking about but uh i enjoyed it i thought it was a good film uh one of my friends asked me to rank it as far as the tom holland films and um, I would say it's my favorite, but I also say that it's kind of hard to rank this as the best Spider-Man film because this Spider-Man film wouldn't be what it is if it wasn't for the prior films, kind of like an end game mm-hmm. or a Infinity War situation. You know what I mean? It's kind of like without those prior films, that wasn't able to happen. So is it right to put those ahead of the other films or so? It's kind of like one of those things,
0: whatever, however you want to rank your list. But it was fun. I saw it twice. You watched the ones with Tommy Maguire. Did you watch the the Garfield ones or no?
1: Yeah, so I saw the Amazing Spider-Man ones. Um, and I just watched the Amazing Spider-Man 2 for the first time. Shout out Damn. to you for putting on the Plex. <laughs> I avoided, avoided that one for the longest because I did not want to see a blue Jamie Foxx. But uh, after seeing that he was in the, the movie, I was like, ah, I guess I have to watch it now to know what's going on. But uh, a few weeks ago was my first time watching it.
0: What do you think of those? two movies because they're I definitely personally would rank them the lowest of the spider Mans.
1: yeah so um my least Spider-Man film out of all of them would have to be Amazing Spider-Man 2 um and then Amazing Spider-Man 1 would be around there somewhere I just didn't like the tone of the film (coughs) it felt like it was trying to be like I guess this came out during that Project X era like the, the soundtrack was weird um the cinematography was okay, and the the animations were pretty dope. But I think that the tone was just off for a Spider Man film for me. It didn't it didn't necessarily feel like a Spider Man movie. But I will say it in, in in this this film, uh,
0: some things were fixed. I would just say that. I think the funniest things about those movies. I've not seen the new Spider movie, but like just those two like amazing movies. I think it is. So hilarious. <laughs> all of the multiverse stuff they try to set up, like all the scenes of like oh, yeah. five minutes of us walking through Bro, costumes of villains and shit. That
1: last shot is an Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man 2. When they showed all the like suits ready for like the, yeah. the Sinister Six. I'm like, yo, they really try to like go for it. That was crazy. But uh I I, I appreciate the effort though. I'm pretty sure if I saw that when it came out, I'd have probably been hype for like Sinister Six or something like that. But seeing it Retrospect, I'm just like, oh my god, it kind of goofed that one.
0: <laughs> it's so funny. It's like they had like a something like half an hour of scenes between um Andrew Garfield and like Shailene Woodley as Mary Jane in that movie that they cut. They had like plans for like an Aunt May spinoff for when she was a kid and like stuff, and what? like it was like yeah, like like this like, like they had like a bunch of leaks, and they were like. Yeah, like let's like have like an Aunt May film, where she was a kid, but like they couldn't use like any like other Marvel stuff, so it wasn't like Aunt May, agent of like Shield or whatever. But like, I don't know, it was just that's really weird.
1: weird. Yeah, another thing that was weird about that was the whole uh, Peter Parker family plot. <laughs> like yeah. they're like special agents. <laughs> I'm like, yo, get this out of my face, man. Not not going for it.
0: Did it get you a? Uh... More excited for Doctor Strange or for Morbius? Doctor Strange. (laughs) Morbius keeps getting pushed back. I could not. (laughs) I could not to that with a straight face. (laughs) What's the Jared Leto be a vampire? Oh my god. This
1: was like his like fuck you to like DC. Like, y'all shouldn't let me be Joker. Now I'm I'm a Marvel guy now. And he's (laughs) like Morbius. (laughs) Yeah, fuck fuck DC. And I saw he was like petitioned at least the, who who who's the director of Suicide Squad? Doesn't matter. But I saw him, like, say, release the whatever the cut. cut.
0: <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he should be glad that they, like, didn't bring in, like, um, they didn't bring in, like, Jack and Phoenix for that, like, um, Oh, yeah. New yeah. Justice League movie. Yeah, That yeah. would be have been great.
1: That would have been, I would have been like, yo, I, I appreciate it. We live in a society. <laughs>
0: <laughs> God. I would actually love it. If, like, he had that tattooed on his head or something, that's just, like, great. Perfect.
1: Yeah, what was tattooed on his head? I forgot. That that Joker is so cringe. Damaged. Oh, my God. Uh, I just can't get over. I didn't know what was that. Was it g soundtrack to it? I was like, get the- oh, my God,
0: bro. Oh, yeah, that song, like, um. <laughs> what was it called? Oh, Purple Lamborghini. Purple yeah, Lamborghini. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever watch that music video that was, like, uh, Rick Ross and, like, Purple Lamborghini. him on a boat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no that music video is insane it's just like Rick Ross and Jared Leto on this boat with like Skrillex just like when the songs play and it's like what the fuck is yeah, going like, on yo what <laughs> oh god what were they thinking
1: oh god, oh, god Suicide, yeah. Suicide Squad 2 is fired though
0: oh yeah Um, so funny story about that P- purple Lamborghini song though Um, <laughs> I needed a ride home from work one time Time mm-hmm. around when that song came out, and uh, the of the person who like um uh <laughs> the person who gave me like a ride home was like, hey, like I um realize I have like feelings for you as Purple Lamborghinis play <laughs> and, and then I just had to be like, hey, all right, uh, so I just put in my one week notice that I'm and I'm about to move.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you have like a life moment attached <laughs> to that song and it's not a good one so
0: <laughs> we all have songs just like that though but uh sh- one song that should stay pure is jetto 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 man
1: <laughs> my fiance loves that song it's a great song
0: it's perfect anytime i like put on you know
1: jet man she's like jetto 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 man and then she's out she doesn't watch it but she likes the song
0: I'm surprised you didn't um, have her watch one of these episodes, though, because it was uh, intense, but I'll get to it, though. Because uh, So this time, episode sort of 11 and 12 of Jetman. Oof, good episodes. Great episodes. Welcome back. Happy doing your Xbox. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> uh, let's start off episode 11, A Dangerous Game i was super hype i was like oh is this gonna be like the most dangerous game like they're being hunted like man is the best prey Mm -hmm. no it's a little different but basically um they're all working out the whole team and (laughs) gray is watching them while he's smoking and like talking about like smoking a black (laughs) what's best in life just uh gray's the coolest character These, like,
1: clips of him just vibing into, like, the the Viram headquarters are so, like, (laughs) S-tier. Like, every clip of him doing anything, is just like, oh, shit, it's, like, in my notes, I put, oh, it's a great episode, and I got, like, ten exclamation marks.
0: (laughs) He's, like, just, uh, just, he's everything that we like from Tassel and more. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, like, he makes a vending machine dimension monster by throwing like a bug on like a vending machine and they all go to drink orange juice from it after working out and their personalities get changed uh, and it's great um, so Ryu is lazy, right to, is aggressive, guy is a little lonely righteous kid Kaori <laughs> is spoiled and then for Akko she is an oversensitive crybaby, and <laughs> They do a great job here because like uh, just at first I thought they were all getting like drunk because of how like Ryu's like old school, like Jackie Chan look on his face of, of like, oh, like here's <laughs> like when I'm going to pull out like s- some drunken boxing, you know?
1: Yeah, I thought their personalities got switched, but then it start, <coughs> started not to make sense. So I'm like, what's going on here? And they finally addressed it. So I, did, I,
0: did, I was kind of confused, too. It's a hidden part of their personality, yeah. not just the opposite yeah and like for Raita he acts like guy so it's like a little confusing yeah that's what threw me off I I thought thought
1: Raita and guy switched personalities
0: (laughs) and like for guy like he's like acting like Ryu but he's also like lonely and like worried about like the team splitting up and stuff so yeah it's a little hard at first yeah I kind of like this side of guy though what'd you think he was the only one who was still useful after that change like yeah still doing stuff Everybody else just, is just out. Yeah, <laughs> he's like fighting a uh, vending
1: dimension by himself and shit. I'm like, damn, guy Yeah, guys like clutch no matter what personality
0: he has. <laughs> and like, three of them were untransformed, like five feet away. Like, oh, it sucks that guys get, like, <laughs> oh yeah, dying, getting killed here. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah, and uh, there's this point where um, the vending machine dimension comes back to the headquarters and like um, Grey has this like great line of one must enjoy a fight as much as possible which is true I guess just like if like your whole game that you're playing for control of this empire is throwing bugs on vending machines and houses and stuff sure Mm -hmm. and um the whole city gets like destroyed by like vending machine explosion stuff (laughs) yeah it was like a (laughs) nuke went off or something the commander tries to get
1: Ryu to stop being lazy. Yo, speaking of the commander, th- this was like a pretty cool commander episode, right? Yeah. She kind of like did the whole puppeteer type thing to to, to a T. I was like, okay. And I wasn't expecting that out of her. Well, can you tell us w- what she did? Is <laughs> it's wild. Well, as far as like talking shit to him to get their shit together, calling him out? Like what part are you talking
0: about? She pulls a handgun on Ryu Oh, yeah. <laughs> In an airfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like, and pretty much told him to jump out the plane. <laughs> yeah. And um, I like to see that, like, this was, like, part of them. And, like, yeah, like, a, I guess you are like a, like, crybaby or, like, whatever. And, like, I like seeing, like, how aggressive Ryder was hitting on, like, all these, like, women and getting slapped the whole time. Yo, uh,
1: <laughs> I gotta mention his fit, though. Yeah, <laughs> what he was wearing no tell me it was like the brown suit kind of like you know guy style but with like mm-hmm. yellow rain boots <laughs> best fit of the week nominee for sure no definitely <laughs> I'm like rain boots though like what it's like something
0: Kanye would try to pull off <laughs> <laughs> fucking Kanye <Caillou>. oh <laughs> remember a couple years ago when there was that like um, student who stole like $400,000 from like Howard or whatever had like all these pics on Instagram of like him just like in like really great fits and stuff and like Gucci and everything. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like what like Ryder was like just like just like out him. and like those glasses <laughs> terrible then maybe but now like you would rock those now I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the glasses a lot. Yeah, um, I love the way that like the handgun gets used too. It just makes like explosions on the ground. Like it's like a weapon from like the like Setai stuff too. It's just like, oh yeah, like it's just like how do guns work? (laughs) I guess like this, and um, there's not like a tons episode like besides like how they act like in the end like they like fight. But I do want to um mention the design of the monster. It is a wild look, <laughs> just, just. Yeah, it look kind of like a gremlin, right? Yeah, exactly. He had like some like um, big like bugle shaped ears and like, gremlin skin and everything. <laughs>
1: yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't too sure if like they like got the gremlin suit and just do like a
0: vending machine face on it or what, but very similar. And like throwing cans and coins and everything, just like a perfect. Yeah, the coins is, that was yeah. an awesome attack. Like that's what you want when you're like show me like a middle of the season like Sentai, like a monster that's like really weird That's what you want.
1: Yeah, like we keep saying every episode they're
0: going for it with
1: these with these uh monster designs and they're winning.
0: Yeah, though uh I have so much more energy though for this next episode though cuz uh holy crap, but uh just wow. Uh episode 12 might be my favorite episode in this whole chunk Yo, of both seasons. Yo, yes,
1: yes, yes, <laughs> yes,
0: yes. yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> episode 12, um, the bus ride to hell, or how about bus? Not sure which is the title correct, but, so, it's golden week, which is like a week in Japan where, like, almost everybody has, like, off, basically.
1: Okay, I didn't, I didn't know what that was. Thanks for telling me.
0: Yeah, so they're, like, about to go, like, have time off, I guess. And Cowrie um, is going with Raita to his hometown to his farm for the week. Oh, and it's just them. <laughs> yeah, uh, and they're like having lunch, and he's like, "Yeah, like vegetables are great, huh?" She's like, "Oh, yeah, they're great." And then they pass through a tunnel, and this dude gets melted into foam on their bus. Yeah, I was like, I put in my notes, foam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> incredible just <laughs> his
1: phone and they're like murder I'm like yo I'm not sure if that's murder or not
0: <laughs> and it's like murder on the like like it's like just straight like foro stuff like murder on the like Orient express like it's all like here's like a bunch of random people yeah. like there's like this like gangster dude there's like a more nervous like salary man there's this Old man who randomly reveals that he's been a cop for 30 years, <laughs> the, the, he's retiring the trope, tomorrow. The
1: trope, bro. The bus driver's wearing a mask. You don't know what the fuck yeah. like, he's
0: wearing a mask for. It's just a big murder mystery. But like, and they're all like accusing each other. And like it's like, oh, like who's working with Virob? Who like who's doing this? <laughs> did you uh but like <laughs> did you make a guess about who it was? I thought it was the driver, honestly, but I thought it was a driver to chick. That was my guesses. But so... <laughs> they... When they reveal that the old guy is a police officer, and he starts smoking while talking about how he retires <laughs> tomorrow, he was on this bus going to his last case. I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. <laughs> Did arrest you all? There's like a police station near. And then when the guy kind of comes out as like a guy he's
1: been chasing for like, what was it, Years. It kind of made yeah, like sense that years. he like was having a conversation with. Him. He was like, "I'm on to you," type shit, like passive aggressively. <laughs> awesome
0: episode. So then, like the gangster grabs the the girl on the bus, puts a knife to her throat. <laughs> then, like, Cowboy throws luggage at him and makes him drop the knife. Then they go through a tunnel. He gets turned into foam and killed. <laughs> we see that trans of this up, but he's having like a lot of fun, like ha ha ha, Jetman, like, you will know fear. And everyone's smoking and drinking in this bus at this point. <laughs> and the bus just keeps going. Yeah, and um, the chick's talking about, like, committing suicide. Okay, no, no, no. We really need to get this, because, like, <laughs> Rita and Cal are talking. She's drinking from this flask. Is like, <laughs> are you lovers? Okay, good, you're not. Love sucks. I always get dunked. Um, And she gets, like, knocked by, like, Something and like pills fall from her purse, and she says, "Oh, they're sleeping pills. I don't need them since we're all going to die." But I was going to take sleeping pills and get off here and walk into and walk into this lake. <laughs> 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 and the music and the cinematography and like the shot of the buses. And here is my call shot right here. *Jojo Sentai Jetman* 1991 series. All right. Mm-hmm. One series that was big in Japan, and when the music kicked in here, I was like, "Oh, they're doing Twin Peaks." Oh, they had Twin Peaks inspired music. They had like the like drowning girl, like trying to kill herself, and all this vibe, yeah. and the way they showed like the bus. Wow. In 1990, Twin Peaks was super big in Japan. Okay, Dang. so like that's my thought. Yeah, definitely does have that to vibe. They Twin Peaks character. Dang, that's. that's- <laughs> That's a great evaluation by you. Like that makes the most sense, right? Like we'll just randomly have a Twin Peaks character in the middle of this.
1: Yeah, because like compared to the past episodes, this was like the most completely unique one I've of the bunch so far. It's like
0: part Twin Peaks, and, like part like po- Poirot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you saying? Sorry. Oh, no, I was just agreeing with you. Um, and so like the police officers, like. Talking to the driver during this is like, oh yeah, like are you sick? And then like <laughs> the driver hops out, he's like, haha, I knew it. Like, you're that bank robber six years ago. And like he's like, Yes, sure, but I totally like you found out that I was rumored to be driving this bus, which okay, but <laughs> and Gray has brandy while this is happening and like the and like um, Maria and like Radigat are like looking concerned as like trans talking about his plan and everything. But um, the driver's like super adamant. I'm not working with like viral. I'm not the killer. <laughs> and then he gets up this to the steering wheel. And they come up on a- another tunnel and suicidal lady says, yes, a tunnel. I can die now. <laughs> and then they go through the tunnel and the driver gets turned to foam and they're like, oh, no. And the bus is driving itself. <laughs> And then it turns out the bus was the bus dimension. So much and going the whole on inside. Yeah.
1: So so was the guy really driving the bus, or was the bus? He was. The bus took over after it killed him. Is that what's going on? Yeah. Okay. So that reveal of the bus being a dimension kind of kind of reminded me of. Uh, have you seen a uh, Demon Slayer Mukan train? mm Hmm. Yeah, It, it kind of had that vibe to it, too. Even, like, the tentacles coming out and stuff like that, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe that's where they got the idea for the train to be, you know, a demon itself.
0: Whenever they go full, like, tentacle, like, let's all have, like, puppets. Like, whenever they make, like, a space bigger than a monster that's a monster, mm-hmm. I love it. This show does, like, such a great job. Like, the inside of Bust yeah, of it shit looks great.
1: Yeah, the, like, the 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 way they use their space with stuff like that is... Yeah, I, I really enjoyed those, uh the fight scenes inside the bus too.
0: And they like um almost hit a driver and then like the driver comes out, gets grabbed by the bus and eaten into phobe again. <laughs> and yeah, and they like can get out of the bus by like transforming, but the bus turns gigantic and, and they call it their like uh, their team, but they're fighting this bus like while they're on the ground, there's like rocks falling down. It's great.
1: Yeah, this felt like one of the most challenging, uh, you know, mech fights that we've seen so far. It was like j- so acrobatic. The bus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would give anything to have seen the nineteen ninety three or whatever Power Rangers episode adapting this. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's like oh, like Zach and like Kimberly like on the bus, and then like oh no, it's eating people. Yeah, it'd been one of the top five episodes. Um uh, and yeah, just from there it gets like pretty normal, like let's form like our like uh great Icarus and like fight. But then like the um the jet machines like have like a new theme song here and it's dope. It sounds great. Yeah, I like it. Um uh, and they also have a throwing knife now in their giant form, <laughs> which I think is great. Mm-hmm. So dove But like I love that like let's give a throwing knife to this robot. <laughs> uh, and then a new bus comes for the survivors and nobody's suicidal anymore <laughs> <laughs> and they go to right hotel. hometown
1: yeah the chick was like so happy to like go home or whatever she was going
0: oh <laughs> uh, but how do you feel about like this show after these episodes though cause woo.
1: this is, I'm so glad we picked these we picked some awesome shows even Bill this week was pretty solid
0: no, oh, yeah, uh, just, I, I don't know if I'm ever going to be just so surprised by, like, an episode of, like, hey, like, show we watch is, like, this random set of Jetman where they have to fight a bus murder mystery. And it's only episode 12, bro. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, I found myself
1: thinking, like, how is this going to end? <laughs> like, w- like what is going to happen? There's going to be, like, a actual, like, arc or something? I don't know where, which direction this show is going to go, but I'm all
0: for it. I would have killed if this bus episode had been like a two parter.
1: Oh love that. yeah, because if you think about it, <clears throat> there's no centric plot for Jetman. Besides, they're trying to defeat Viram and Virum's trying to beat the Jetman. There's no like underlying plot at all. It's just like a kind of like an anthology series. If you think about it,
0: <laughs> <And> it's great. <laughs> like it's like so good for it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's really great. It's really great. It's like a it's like a you know twenty minute hang each episode
0: yeah and like it's also like a lot of these shows get like very big on like introducing new stuff for you to buy more and more and like this show is like yeah we have like a bunch of like toys like in like the like knuckles and like how like blasters and stuff but it's also like there's not going to be the solution is a new form or like a new toy every time so it's like much more like let's get weird with it (laughs) uh but yeah um like you said though, build also solid this week. And uh we have episode eleven, Burning Dragon, Episode twelve, Theory of Conspiracy to talk about. And yeah, um so to pick up off last time, they lost sixteen bottles. They have the dragon and the lock bottle, but those powers the dragon bottle, despite the lock being a like best match, hurts like Sento to use. Uh so they're kind of like very limited and they're talking um, about like the face swapping and if stock is Katsuragi and who's who and was Katsuragi dead and all this that's when Seto says I guess Ryuga should be the writer now it's the best way Um, we see that uh Hiromu as the prime minister is like talking to the other government but also like talking to like he's talking to Stock about like Faust and Stock is like very much saying this is not your group and he also like randomly just like turned some guys into dust yeah like, just because
1: there's a big division between the two and I'm not sure how they end up collaborating in the first place besides just for the panels <laughs> you know what I mean like at the beginning it seemed like they were like on the same side right yeah
0: but then like well, every anymore, episode, no.
1: they're like fighting now.
0: <laughs> I'm definitely wondering if Rogue has seen like Stock untransformed at this point, because he's never shown up as far as we know. Well, like we know he's probably somebody in the cast, but also like he's never been revealed who. And that's probably like coming up at this point.
1: Yeah, my, my guess for <laughs> for who Stock is changes every episode. <laughs> So, I guess we just start that at the, you know, end of the pod for like theory segment or whatever we do.
0: (laughs) So, Banjo can't transform yet because he has to like have proper like sync and have like the right feeling of why he should be a rider and like be motivated. Uh, But, like, they go out and like to find like a smash and like he's a bird watcher. (laughs) Yeah. He always has a disguise every episode. (laughs) They like. Ponder more about like that, like at like the base, and there's just like moment where Misora threatens to cut him. Yeah, when he's not motivated, I guess. And then she confronts like Sawa about the bug she planted in the base.
1: Yeah, I was wondering how long that little thing was gonna go on. I'm kind of glad they addressed it early about the uh, the bug being in the uh, the base. And like I like the kind of like interaction when they already found out that she was. She planted a bug, and they're like, I didn't leave the door open. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That's great. Because <laughs> I'm like, why would you just leave the door open to your base? And now we know why it was
0: open. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hope that there's more for Sawa to do, because, like, I do have to wonder if she's going to just, like, be there. <laughs> if she got nothing going on, but who knows? She was wild uh, in this episode, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's that point in the next episode where, like, she's falling, like, jumping out of windows. I was oh, like, oh, yeah. Like... Next episode, my bad. <laughs> Got ahead of myself. But Nanba goes fishing with, like, Robo while, like, talking about, like, plots and stuff and everything. And then, um like, Sento plants, like, a letter he found on Kasumi's grave. Oh, my God. How'd you feel about that? Well, first, there's this point where um he yells at like Banjo about like sulking and like playing with his bottle while making like a jack off motion. But <laughs> yeah. then he's like, is, like it's like, uh, I forget if he got that letter somewhere else or if he just made it up. Either way, kind of an asshole move.
1: Yeah, because I'm like, wh- while he's reading, I'm like, how did she know she was going to die? <laughs> I was just so confused about the timing of when she would have wrote the letter, and how it was just at her grave. It was so much going on. Oh, that's true.
0: <laughs> I forgot she wasn't like terminally
1: ill. Yeah. So I'm like, this has to be a fake letter. But, I mean, the way he wrote it was on point. That's something that Toma would have wrote.
0: <laughs> I mean, wait, she was terminally ill, right? Because she had like the like ring that was falling off her finger, right? I can't remember. Maybe she was. Remember that? It's, no offense, but a lot of cover shows have a dude who has a dying girlfriend, <laughs> or a girlfriend who dies.
1: I think who knows? Yeah, I think you're right because she wasn't able to recover from the from uh, get getting the essence taken out of her. Because sometimes they survive. I think she was too weak to make
0: it. Okay, so he got into the fixed fighting to pay for her medical bills. Yeah, yeah, okay. and that's how we got sorry guys like, kicked it's been a few weeks. Man, yeah, <laughs> oh so, yeah, no offense. Um, uh, I. <laughs> Might confuse her with the character from *Kamen Rider Ryuki* or the character from *Kamen Rider EXA that was the exact same character as the, the girlfriends. Yeah, <laughs> after died. a while
1: they start blending together. I'm just like, oh yeah, I forgot. That's that was his motive of signing up for the program.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, but that leads to the first. So, because like Sawa gets burned, that's what Namba does. Was like sets her up to be a smash. Um. Like, because, like, the power's not stable, like, Santaga is, like, knocked out of his, like, transformation. And then we see the first fight and transformation of Ryuga. And what do you
1: think? I like it a lot, man. Um, The flames look pretty awesome. Uh, The way he was fighting Rogue was pretty dope. I like the sword play. A lot of the attacks were spot on for his personality. And uh, the overall, you know, the symbolism of, you know, him using... Uh, the dragon, that was it. His girlfriend or fiance? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like using her essence to like keep you know her name alive and fight. I like the symb- symbolism towards that too. But um, it's my favorite uh writer so far of the series.
0: Yeah, cause like um, he seems to be more like I'm raw like fighting ability and power versus like the like combinations that like Seto has too. And like seeing like one form that wasn't half and half was cool.
1: Yeah, and I like the fact that Sento wasn't able to use uh, that that uh, full bottle because it was like unstable, but only uh, you know Banjo could use it. So I like that too.
0: Yeah, and um, he fights a lot different. Like he's much more of like a like brawler too.
1: Yeah, that's my type of fighter. And he has a sword, so (laughs) it's pretty dope.
0: We see at the end that like when they have beaten Sawa, she admits to being burned and like being a spy who betrayed the team. And it's all like, Oh, like it's like a very interesting, like point in that episode. And like, it like fit very well with this next episode. Like, honestly, like I like glad that like it got to go to its conclusion for now too, though. Yeah. Um, it's like a two parter. That's how like episode like 12 starts too. It's like, okay. Um, here's how Nanba controls all the governments because, his company's big enough that they all need him, basically. <laughs> Which, yeah, true. Uh and uh we get some um character development for some who helps Sento discover the secret base or like the like third basement of this like building that used <laughs> to hold like the like Pandora box. Bro,
1: for it to be for the Pandora box to be in a small location like that, and that's like right under the staircase. Come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it would be a little bit more hidden than that.
0: No, yeah, that's definitely true. Like deeper uh, in
1: the third floor or something.
0: <laughs> slightly better guarded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bad location. Uh, yeah. So Sawa's father died in a Nanba explosion a couple of years ago. And that's why she went undercover. Because she's actually not just a spy for them. She was trying to get like information on them. All this stuff. Um, and... Then like at like the like uh, lab trying to get back the box, that's when like Seto says, "Hey, here's your own driver." But also like he's like kind of jealous too of like not being the one fighting at first too. Mm-hmm. um But then like Stock shows up and like attacks like Rogue too, and that's what Seto gets his bottles plus more back and gets like a new pirate train form. Which okay, sure. Yeah,
1: this is uh, a cool little scene. I also like how. uh Uh, Ryu was like uh, you're the side character now (laughs) (laughs) that was funny
0: or Banjo yeah like I'm like a like goddamn like dragon like (laughs) you're my sidekick yeah I like that you're a rabbit
1: cause that's what it felt like I'm like okay you know if we're doing power scaling I feel like maybe Banjo's the strongest right now I'm not sure how the power scaling works between the two of them yet since Sento has multiple forms I feel like Banjo is probably stronger than at least like four of them, right?
0: Yeah, probably. He's like the strongest, but like he's not like as like versatile or whatever. Yeah. And um we see like Sawa somehow meets with the prime minister who's in his bed in the hospital. And then like the government's attacking Faust. So the Prime Minister has his guards try to get her. And she beats the shit out of them and, like, jumps out a window and, like, jumps down, like, multiple landings. And it's like, what's going on? Is this, like, Banjo in the sky? What's happening? Yeah, I
1: thought she was going to turn into a writer for a second. How she jumped out that window, like, backwards, arms crossed. And then she, like, jumps into, like, a pile of boxes from, like, the third floor. I'm like, what's going on here?
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I thought she'd have, like, a bottle and I'd be like, oh, like, thanks for letting me, like, borrow, like, yeah. this, like, bottle for super strength. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. And she's like,
1: bike, bike, bike. And like, you know, tell it out of there.
0: Do you think we ever see her jump out of windows after like beating up three dudes again? Or That has to be as far as it goes, right? Because this was kind of like her
1: mini arc for like redemption (laughs) for her father. So I think that's why she like was
0: like charged up like that. so out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Like just nothing. I could also do actions like stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we see like the a bunch of reporters are by the military action at the Faust base to take out Night Rogue, and they're just watching as he like beats the shit out of like Guardians <coughs> and stuff. But also like Romu's there and not Night Rogue, so it's like oh what's going on? Like this is, must not be real.
1: Yeah, and then they were like this feels like it's staged. I'm like oh okay, so that's why it kind of feels off because I'm like why would he just be sitting there like that?
0: Yeah, and like it turns out that. It was because Sento beats Night Rogue, but it's Kutsami who's the patsy. And then um, the reporters see that like now Faust has been taken out, but then like Sento goes to Kutsami on a bridge and like hears his life story. And then like Kutsami says like thank you, like Sento who's like yeah, like I know it's you. And then he gets shot by a guy he worshipped. <laughs> And like he gets like shot in the arm off of a bridge. I was like okay, he's not dead. But then like they show his oh, body yeah. underwater.
1: <laughs> I had the same reaction. Like he's not dead till we see a body.
0: And he's like, damn, like oh, he did. <laughs> he did it. There's like no bubbles. Just like his body, like ten feet underwater. Just yeah, like, okay, they're like, yeah, around.
1: he's not coming back.
0: <laughs> yeah, like he was not moving. Like he was just like no bubbles. There's like a body underwater yeah he's out of there. yeah and um this episode like ends on like three points though one is that um when Sawa tries to leave (laughs) they invite her to the team and like make her feel welcome and like she's like still allowed to be around which I like liked personally like it felt pretty natural like to be like okay we understand technically we're all kind of fucked up people who've done like weird stuff so we got you.
1: Yeah, and also if she left the show at that point, I wouldn't have cared either. I'm not sure what the, what else, like you said, I'm not sure what else she's going to be doing for them.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
1: But she's an extra female character, so I guess balancing the cast out a little bit. I'd
0: like her to be a writer, but I don't know if the show's going to do that.
1: Yeah, I would rather Mizora get that, that privilege, but I don't. I also can't see her being a writer either. Maybe they introduce another character
0: along the way. I can see Mizora becoming a, like, writer because like her powers possess her she's like an evil female writer but sometimes she's like back to normal like oh no I'm sorry guys I let you not die but I'm still gonna destroy the world because I like can't control enough or whatever you know yeah that'd be fun kind of like a dark venus arc (laughs) yeah you know why not Um, we get a new writer name and so for Banjo he's Cross Z but it's pronounced Cros, like claws, I think. Okay. So cross the claws cross. I'm probably gonna call it like cross z, honestly. Yeah, I just call That's it cross Um, and then from like episode three, Nabushiba calls Seto and says, I have a cliffhanger for you. Yeah,
1: throwback. I wasn't expecting him to show back up.
0: And I guess he knows who Bloodstock is or um who Paid him to, to set up like Banjo. So yeah, that was a cool little cliffhanger. I bet we get the resolution to that plot in the next two or four episodes, probably two or three, like, like episode like sixteen, like definitely, but probably by episode fourteen.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm enjoying the show, but I'm a little worried whenever like this whole mystery plot, like everything's out in the air. If it still holds up, you know what I mean? Because yeah, what's stringing us along is like who's stock? You know, who set the, you know, this whole thing up to frame Banjo. But once we find that out, I'm trying to figure out, like, what's
0: going to be the major catalyst of the series. Because they've been dragging it out for, what, 12 episodes now? I'm wondering, like, because, too, like, we've mostly stayed in one country. If it's going to be, like, and now we're, like, a big war, Hunger Games stuffs going on, you know?
1: Yeah, man, I'm trying to go to Mars, bro. I don't know about you.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
1: like, where are we going to Mars, man? let's go yeah just like let's see some like crazy creature designs and shit
0: the red planet Uh, uh I uh yeah I wonder um I think they did an alright job with the with this episode and Utsumi being the fall guy I don't necessarily see his relationship with Sento being that filled in that's the kind of stuff that has me worried cause like they've gone very fast in these first like 12 episodes And there's a lot of characters who we kind of like don't care about like Sawa or like Mizora that much or like Katsumi. So it's like, okay, we have like two characters that we know and care about, basically. But there's like another half a dozen characters who we kind of are supposed to, but we haven't been made to yet. So I'm like worried about that once we lose that mystery, you know?
1: Yeah, I feel the exact same way. Um, Like you said, the the only two characters, like, like if something was to happen to them. We will feel some type of way as Sento and Banjo. I mean, like even when Usumi got shot, I was I didn't even have a reaction. I was like, oh, you know what yeah. I mean. And he was kind of like a major character for the last four episodes. And then Our uh, reaction was, oh, they showed his body underwater. <laughs> yeah, and then with Sawa, like, I like I didn't care if she came back or not. So we'll see. Still kind of early, first one fourth of the season, right? Was it scheduled for sixty,
0: so yeah. like forty nine or like forty eight, I think. Okay, first one fourth then. I'm not sure. Um, maybe they'll do a lot more with Mizora and her dad and Sawa and Kirobu And Yeah, and I whatever, wasn't really but, yeah. like big
1: on the the Naba subplot with her either. I was just like, oh, okay. At least she has a motive to be doing what she's doing, but I really didn't
0: care, to be honest. No, yeah, save here, honestly. I was I, more hyped that
1: Banjo finally got his rider <laughs> uh, suit.
0: Yeah. Um, what do you want to see happen... <clears throat> like right after this I guess like right to Mars like right to Civil War more writers more characters well,
1: first thing I kind of want to wrap up this whole mystery to be honest like it was fun at first now I'm just like it's just like that catalyst in the background that they always tease in the cliff home, cliffhanger that's keeping us wanting to keep watching so I, I hope Uh, was it Nabumara forgot his name is. forgot the guy's name Nabashima, yeah Nabashima. I hope he actually reveals who you know told him to set Bonjo up, uh, and then maybe go from there. T- that he won't be, uh, you know, a fugitive anymore. I mean, I'll miss the disguises, but you know that's kind of like something that they keep you know playing on throughout the episodes too. I'm just, I just want them to clean up a lot of the things that happened in the first half or the first uh, few episodes of this of the series, so we can move on to different plot devices. What about you?
0: Do you think we get a situation where it's like, hey, what's up? A bunch of weird beings who are like, We're the ones who invented the Pandora box and we're like the mid boss of this show kind of thing shows up. Like here's like the four the four generals of Mars or whatever. Like come yeah, down. It's I, like I, we're actually. aliens.
1: Yeah, I think ultimately that's that's where the final act will take place is on Mars. Um not sure what the reason would be besides to defeat them, or to get the stop them from opening another Pandora's box or something. But uh, I think that stock. What do you think? What do you think stocks in in game is just to collect the, the the bottles and do what? Or to
0: okay. So we know that there's this gas that's poisonous, and people who have a certain hazard level can do different stuff and are stronger. Like, is he trying to like? repopulate his species is it like i need people to have like enough hazard level to like be martians again is it like hey i'm trying to like get people strong enough that they can start a big machine on mars that terraforms planets i'm gonna like terraform earth or whatever like something like that where it's like i need people to be like i need four riders or something and i need to make that happen you know Mm -hmm. that's what i think but um i guess had your theories on who stock is changed no i'm i'm not sure i still think he's like the owner i'm wondering if he is a martian or if he's just a dude who like learned some stuff and is like i want (laughs) to go activate that mars machine what could go wrong oh no i'm being completely destroyed like a cellular level right now you know
1: yeah, as bad as I wanted to be, Katsurugi, I'm kind of off that theory now after this episode.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure who he is anymore. Do you think that like Katsurugi matters at this point, or is he just somebody who died?
1: Um, that's tough because they've been bringing him back a the lot these last four episodes, especially like with the little demo videos, and then like <clears throat> with this episode, we found out that he created stock to kind of like boost the hazard level of the writers. Mm-hmm. So, that also has me thinking that maybe you know Stock is just like following like his prototype design or some shit, because <laughs> he was like so hyped to get, uh, Bonjo to a certain hazard level. So I'm like, what's his goal now, after he already accomplished that? But I think he matters. Um, not sure how many more clips they have on that computer of him <laughs> doing demos, but. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure they mentioned him a just straight couple-
0: dabbing the whole time, just like wild.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they're they're mentioning his name a couple couple more times until we figure out uh what's going on. Because I'm not sure like why they keep saying Katsurugi's
0: alive. Like that was a that kind of threw me off a few few weeks ago. There's so something that um happens in a couple other writer series that I don't think has happened in the ones we've watched. But there's this um type of like Kamen Rider called like a like Rider Trooper which is like a mass produced like it's like a little weaker but there's like hundreds of them like I'm wondering there if it's like that's where we're going like where there's a bunch of like silver looking versions of builds but like one bottle and they're like just like there's like tons of them and like there's like a war going on you know
1: okay that'd be interesting
0: but I don't know yeah this show hopefully like it has, like, a moment, like, where it's, like, oh, like, an episode, like, 16, and we know where it's going. Or, like, it's, like, started, like, a new thing where, like, oh, this is, like, interesting now that, like, it closed this part off. But yeah. But that's got build. Um, personally, I'd say this time, I probably like Jetman more than build, because holy shit. Yeah.
1: That, like, boss episode was very good. Yeah. For this week, I would say, I would say,
0: uh, Jetman over build. But and even like bigger set of questions though. Who are your top 3 characters this week? Okay, top 3. I wrote
1: these down. Let me pull them up real quick. I was prepared this week. <laughs> um okay, so top 3, I would say Banjo or Banjo would be number 1 for finally becoming a Karma rider. Um I would say the commander from Jetban for holding it down while the team was going through it. And then number 3 would be a uh, guy for just being guy and still putting a team on his back,
0: no matter what personality
1: trait he's displaying.
0: Who you got? So my number three, I'm <laughs> going backwards from you, but number three is gonna be the very like aggressive, just horny writer when he's like messed up and he's trying to like get tough <laughs> guy. Uh I like Bizarre this episode. Like about like she did a lot of little stuff. Like I think her being a little underdeveloped or like understated works for like what we do know about her. So, like, her, like, conversations, like, with Sawa felt pretty good. Um, number one, um, I think I'm going to go banjo there, yeah. Okay. This is time.
1: Yeah, next week, remind me to go three three to one. <laughs> to add some suspense to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I should no, do always like a count up versus, a, you know.
0: All okay. right. Uh, but no, uh, what... Designer effect was your favorite this time.
1: Designer effect would have to go to uh bus dimension.
0: Bus dimension.
1: Yeah. Venom Machine yeah, was solid too. too, but bus dimension,
0: the inside of it is pretty dope. I feel bad because like we just had like a new carbon rider, like banjo and like looks pretty good, but I just can't the closest build gotten, but still just maybe like last time it was like no, but like Rama dimension. No, Rama dimension still beats this, like. Him, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We would have to like maybe here. do like a top ten after after we end the series. Go back and revisit all the dimensions.
0: I think like top ten designs. We would probably be all dimensions. Like it's like oh like, here's like gray. <laughs> like here's like here's like guy's suit. And here's like hate dimensions probably. But like top ten designs from Bill probably pretty high for him there but
1: the crazy thing about it like for for like uh the design so far i don't even think we mentioned a smash yet have we no we haven't yeah uh they gotta do a little bit better with the smash
0: designs they're kind of clunky to me to be honest i don't think the smash designs matter like it's kind of like in like marvel comics like when there's like villains it's like they care about like when heroes fight heroes like it's like oh like the like we care about like the common riders and like the enemy common riders more than we care about the monsters sometimes, <laughs> like modern common rider.
1: Yeah, I'm not bothered by them, but I would like to see like them push push it. Maybe when we, we get the Mars, they're probably saving it. Oh, yeah. Um.
0: But what was your best outfit this time? Like best fit.
1: Uh, best fit definitely Raita with the brown suit and yellow boots.
0: Playboy Raita this week. <laughs> that's hard to be honestly. Yeah, that's just like a super solid uh just yeah like in the rain booth. just going out there just the rain boots though <laughs> different <laughs> he is just out there being like mm, after i tell these ladies what i have to say like i'm gonna need my goulashes just uh get these <laughs> but uh, when you're uh not talking about just uh the bounty that is jet man <laughs> <laughs> we'll find you
1: man you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Copacetus and
0: Where can they find you, Kip? You can find me on Twitter.com at James Ford. You can find uh, the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Come and Ride with Me. There's CommonRideWithMe.com uh, for links to articles and episodes. If you want direct links out for episodes, go to, to CommonRideWithMe.com slash episodes. There's CommonRideWithMe.com slash merch where all the proceeds go to charity there is um podcast at coverage me.com uh you send in emails and questions and thoughts there is uh on apple podcasts please rate and review like five stars so we had some pretty good weeks uh we did just uh, our best december ever which isn't like uh it's really great uh we also um do want to say that um there's reviews on spotify now if you want to do that you can uh, oh, i'm not dope. sure yeah thanks uh, guys yeah um and also um i've not asked before on wrestling so super super quick uh i'm excited about shibata i think that shingo needs to be respected for the work he did and tony Cod fucked up <laughs> that's all you gotta <laughs> <laughs> no uh it's too much detail but just know that yes I do think Tony Khan fucked up it's fine But uh That is for a whole other time But regardless though What did we learn today
1: Uh we learned that Shit I, I didn't write that one down I always suck at these man <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, uh We learned that I got nothing so yeah, I don't have Maybe we learned nothing that. but maybe it's Like a new year and we learn sometimes the best lesson is yourself. Whatever <laughs> <Remember> that beats. <laughs> Peace, guys.